Hello and a warm welcome to episode 6 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I am your host Chris Laverick and in today's show we speak to Kev Towner, a fixture at Hastings most games come rain or shine. He's a member of the committee of the Hastings Independent Sports Club and a long-time community activist. We talk favourite Hastings memories, how being a wheelchair user hasn't stopped him following the news and the current squad. We also have this episode our new regular fan roundtable. But now, over to Kev Towner. So I've really, I've really bigged you up, Kev, you know. <laughs> I've really bigged you up. What, what, what I wanted to, to, to know from you, as someone who's been a fan for a long time, when did you first start watching Hastings? I would say probably in the early, early to mid-70s, um, with my dad, actually. Yeah. Um, we used to come and watch it, and we used to sit on the on the bank, which of course is long closed now, yeah, um, for health and safety reasons. But we used to sit on the bank and watch mm. it. Uh, it was great. It was like having a having a widescreen telly before there were widescreen tellies. Yeah. Um, and that's how it all started. Um, and then my life changed a bit. I went away to college and mm. uni and. Didn't come back to Hastings in the end until about, properly really, until about 1990, something like that, late 80s uh, uh, into 1990, and then then started just going regularly then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, Any, any, from that time, uh, obviously up to now, any kind of favourite moments or matches stand out for you moments I, th- I think one of my fondest memories and i know that uh, this will resonate with uh, a lot of older fans um was uh, that we we used to have a mascot we used to have a mascot um who uh is this old boy and he used to dress up in um his name escapes me at the moment i'm sure it'll come to me later <laughs> um but uh, he used to dress up in this big claret and blue um uh, uh, jacket with trousers mm. and uh, and a top hat, and he used to sit in the dugout with the players. <laughs> um, and he had a bell. The bell is actually now in this. Just uh, I think someone must have uncovered it recently because it's now uh, in the bar. It's now in oh, in, okay. uh, in, in in the bar where where the shield is with all the other trophies and bits. Um, it's in there. It's completely knackered. The handle got knackered and the clapper is knackered. Um, yeah. But it was lovely to see it in there. Um, and it brought it all back for me. Any other memories or is that the one distinct one that is... A very, a very distinct one, I think, um, for me. Favourite player of the era was, was a guy called Kevin Simpson. Okay. Uh, oh, I haven't been able to track down. I don't know if he's still about... Um, Obviously, I, I know some of the uh, ex-players. They've turned up to, to some of the games, and some of them I've contacted through uh, social media. Yeah, uh, and one of them recently, I actually bought some old programs off. But he lives in Silver Hill. Uh, but there was this guy called Kevin Simpson. He was very tall, mm. uh, for a forward, and very tall, and um, very quick. Um, and he used to grab the ball and and sort of you know run all the way up the field and mm. he'd either score the most amazing goals which is almost burst the back of the net or he'd just balloon it over the bar because he was so tall he almost tripped over his own feet. Yeah. 
but, but Kevin was, was very definitely my idol at that time. So, and what sort of period was that? Was that late 70s that he was playing? That's, or that late 70s, yeah. early 80s, into the 80s. Um, I'd say probably, probably early, early 80s, actually, yeah. thinking about it. And where were we back then? Around where we are now? or A league higher? or Southern League Division 1 South. Probably not far off where we are now. I think that, that because that's, it just changed. It just got re-regionalised and got changed. Yeah. Sponsors like Ryman came in and what have you. So I, I think not terribly far from where we were. I, I obviously come along a lot later. So you're telling me these people, I don't know them. If someone could write a big old book about some of these old players, it'd be fantastic. But, you know, maybe a lot of this is just going to live in other people's memories. Well, and well, just... well of course they, they have. There are, there are a couple of books out there. Oh, well, they, um, I didn't know. Yeah, there are a couple of books out there. Uh, Hastings United through the years. And I can't remember what the other one is called. Um, I've got them both. And they were written oh. by uh, Nigel Sindon, the, the the current mayor. They were written by his dad. Oh, right. Um, when did they come out uh, then? I've, uh... had, I've had them for a while. Uh, they've been used for uh, they've been used for uh, supporters club quizzes, actually. <laughs> ah, so that's where you get any answers from. Okay. Well, um... <laughs> but I still haven't won one yet. Oh, I yeah. won. We won once, I think. <laughs> Well, talking about let's let's go to the supporters club. Actually, that's quite a nice little segue. Was it who was it yourself and? I can't it remember. was myself and uh, Steve Thorpe, and, um, and 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 Patrick McCrossan had Pat McCrossan had quite a lot to do with it as well, helping us set it up, yeah. reset it up originally. Yeah, I mean, I know I've asked you this question before on a different part a uh, part of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, but. Uh, you know, I've got you here on your own, so we'll ask you again for people that haven't listened to that episode. What? Tell me the the actual beginnings and, and what you see as its progression and growth. We had a couple of failed attempts at getting the supporters club up and running. I think it, you know, it proved difficult to get people to come on a regular basis. Uh, I mean, you know all this, you know, from your own experience of running the yeah. club, is is no different. Uh, yeah. uh, being involved with the supporters club is no different to what it was then in a way in a mm. sense that you know it, uh, it could be a bit like herding cats sometimes you know getting everybody to do everything yeah um but but to be perfectly honest with you i think this is the best this is the best I've, uh, incarnation of sports mm. club i've ever seen it's the most proactive it's the most focused it's the most industrious that i think i've ever seen and, and totally committed and mm. i take my hat off to all of them really mm. In, in the old days, we'd have a couple of committees and people would drop in and out and it would last for a season and then it would go down the toilet a bit. Mm. But this current, uh, this current incarnation, as it were, of the Supporters Club, I think is amazing. And I hope that we can, you know, retain the interest of the members that we've got because they're clearly very, very dedicated. And I think we've, we've just achieved so much just in terms of... Um, of raising the profile of the club in the community mm. um, and uh, of course uh, reigniting the supporters club itself in terms of membership that's gone really really well uh, and uh, obviously people like Shana, um, yeah. Shana we were going to mention her there, was, there wasn't going to be a conversation with you that we weren't going to mention uh, Shana no, well, she so, is a star 
She's, she's a star, star and she's yeah. there every Saturday afternoon from about one o'clock mm. going around picking up uh, new members for the supporters club and uh, and it's really paid off. No, it's a it's great it's great energy to it now. It's it's something that's obviously still a work in progress. We still all, all of us that are involved with the supporters club, we uh, always be mindful that we need to take care of it and make sure that it's still something that's good for the members, particularly with this COVID. You know, there's a lot of things, a lot of things that are putting a hindrance on people attending games. And yet we're doing so well numbers wise in terms of how many we've got in for the supporters club, which is, is absolutely brilliant. Well, I hope we are. I think we are. And uh, um, without wishing to, uh, uh, to use a corny phrase, I hope, uh, I hope the government don't move the goalposts too much. Well, um, yeah. who knows with this lot? Numbers, because at the moment we're doing all right, and yet, yet some of the national league sides are really struggling. Yeah. So I think I think we are doing well. Uh, we're not having to play any games behind lock, behind closed doors, so people yeah. can come and watch the games. We've got uh, an extremely promising women's team that people can come yeah. and watch at a ridiculously cheap price. Know. You know, a pound to come and see the is you know. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I saw something yeah. on Facebook the other day where um, uh, Billy was Billy Wood was saying, uh, you know, uh, because the game was cancelled last week, if people wanted to, they could they could come up and get in free on Sunday. It's a pound for goodness' sake! <laughs> I'd already bought my ticket long before that, but it's a yeah. pound. Stop yeah. it. No, and it's been good stuff. I mean, I know uh, from I haven't been able to attend a tea again because of my work schedule. But obviously, the, the 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 regulars that we all know, the Waynes of the world, and all that, are singing the praises of the women's team, just in terms of the energy and and the enthusiasm and the uh, that this is a serious project. This is not half-assed. You know, like I, I, I spoke with Rebecca Ralph. I'm sure you heard it. Um, but you know, she's not. You know, no one's messing about. This is not. Um, just ticking a box that this is a serious um, attempt um, and where, where it will work. But like, I mean, it just means obviously the other teams have got to play them, but we seem to have, uh, there's a lot of teams that just are not turning up or the pitch is not right or that, you know, so there's, there's been, again, lots of little stumbling blocks put in the way. We seem to just be just getting on with it, staying positive and, and, and and getting people in the ground, which is 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 fabulous. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. I, I think I think it's great. I do feel sorry for the other teams in a way because they do seem to be struggling to even you know get teams together. Mm. And I don't know what that's about. Uh, I don't know how that will affect us. But I think uh, who is it this Sunday? Is it Woodingdean? I think this Sunday. It is the Wanderers of Woodingdean. Yeah. The Wanderers of Woodingdean, and I think I read that there might potentially be a problem with them doing that one but let's 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 hope that doesn't happen let's hope that doesn't happen but amazing i mean i was uh, involved with also some other uh, i was involved in a conversation a while back now um with uh, some of the fans about the possibility of even getting a disability team together mm. unfortunately it kind of founded because um it's a bit of a it's a bit of a closed market disability football because there's so few teams out there in East Sussex that are are doing it, you can't find the players anywhere. 
And if you do approach players, you get accused of trying to poach them. So yeah. it wasn't a great success and we had to knock it on the head and rethink it. One of the things I was going to talk to you about is obviously as you're a wheelchair user, uh, uh, Kev, you've obviously had to contend with, and I've, I mean, I've seen it myself, you know, I remember, I remember a few games away that you have to contend with whatever you're presented at, at, at these grounds that we go to. Obviously at Hastings, the access, the access to get around is, is fairly good, but at other grounds it isn't. And I, I do. I, and, I'm, and I'm not just saying this. I'm happy to say this again and again and again. I think the pilot field actually, and I know we're talking about moving, whatever, mm. um, so things can only get better in that respect. But um, I, I think the pilot field is easily one of the most accessible grounds at our level, if not yeah. the most, in terms of the clubhouse, in terms of the stands, the access to loos and things mm. like that. I, I, I think it's really, really good. Yeah, I have been to some amazing uh, uh, grounds where uh, it's just been almost impossible to watch the game mm. in any real comfort, and they're usually really annoying things like the perimeter fence around the that the pitch is too high, or they have a sloping embankment behind it. Mm. So actually, when you go up to it, you can barely see over the top, and 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 silly little things like that. It completely inaccessible clubhouses. I remember oh. Last season, season before last, I think we 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 went to play a playoff game, a promotion uh, a playoff game, and um, there they had an accessible toilet supposedly mm. um, in a uh, in a one of those uh, those portable vans, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Um, and and it was just hopeless. And there, yeah. I think about about three fans actually had to. I think Pat McCrossian and a couple of others. Um, had to actually help me get in there. Um, I think it varies a lot. Some are really, really good, and some aren't so good. Yeah. But I, I think that, that I, I think they're really good. You've got the Cole Warren, although I don't use it because I like to sit behind the goal. Yeah, You've got yeah. A lovely Cole Warren where you could probably get three or four wheelchair users up there, mm. and I have seen. I, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. I think you know, uh, we've got a lovely accessible clubhouse with a great accessible loo. You know, it's good. I think. On the whole, I think the match day experience is good if you're mm. a wheelchair user. Um, you know, the Cole Warren is great because you've got those lovely spaces uh, that wheelchair users can use at the back. Although, personally, I like to sit behind the goal. Mm. Um, other end of the pitch, not so good. Yeah, I've, I've do, seen you do, got rained on a few times. Yeah, but, you know, for the love of the club and all that. But but pretty good on the whole. I, I You know, I, I'd take my hat off to them. I think I think they have made an effort. and And... You know, I have to say, I think to, to compare to many other grounds at this level, they're great. And I've been to some pretty terrible ones. But I could write a book about that. I'm sure you could. Hyde is a great one. Hyde is a great one. Yeah, go on. I've been hypnotised to Hyde. Yeah. The first time we ever went to Hyde, I was there, and it was actually long before I had a, a, a PA carer mm. um, I mean, helping me at game. Long, mm. long before that. And we'd gone to Hythe on the coach. Mm. And, and uh, I'd got there and I was watching the game. The kid, it started, I was watching the game. And I suddenly realised that the clubhouse is up a, a huge flight of steps. It's almost like a porter cabin suspended <laughs> in the air. Have you been to Hythe? I think it's, I have. I, I'm, I, I, I can't. Suspended bro- in the air. So, so the half time, yeah. about 10 minutes before half time, about five minutes before half time, 
the heavens open in it absolutely oh no and so there was myself pat mccrossan and a couple of other people so mm. they were taking my chair and pat was helping me get up about a dozen steps up to the up to the the clubhouse got up there just about got a pint down me and it was time to go back again <laughs> what was that one kev do you remember what I, I had to lift your, your chair. That that one away game we went to, and it was really terrible. That you could, I don't know if it was VCD. It, you couldn't get round, and that we had to lift. We had to lift you over. What was? Oh, jump, jump, jump. I Sorry. know. I can't. Do you know the one? Was. Yeah, it wasn't East Grinstead? Was it? Could be. Was that the two-two? Yeah, was that the great comeback. Yeah. Was... Shana would know. Shana would remember. Shana knows everything. She's great. But um, that's, I mean, that's one thing, because I've mentioned this before to Adam about talking to Billy about these things. But obviously, you're, as, as, as someone who's a wheelchair user, the, the sort of input that we can have as a supporters club, I mean, obviously, take this to Adam. I don't want to be getting above my station. Access, particularly from, from your point of view, you shouldn't be getting rained on one half of the game. Yeah. Is that something that, you think we should, it's something we should put forward to as a supporters club to, you know, for Billy and everyone else to put into the plans for this new stadium? Well, yeah, I, I, I would like to think that the supporters club would have an input uh, when uh, people have posted about it. Uh, I think Dave Ormer has posted about it a few times. I've, you know, I've said, I, I've expressed my concerns that, and I've been assured that, you know, they're on top of it in terms of uh, making, you know, because there are building regs in place that are, um, it's a bit different with a new build. When you have a new build, you have building regulations in place. That yeah, I know they've got have the, the risk assessments and the, I, I can't remember, there's this one specific thing that they obviously have to make now because it's, it's law. It's part of the, that, part that of the need, building yeah. regulations. It's a thing called Part M and it's part of the building oh, regulations. Okay. And it means that, that, you know, they have to ensure they have an accessible toilet and they have to ensure that you're able to get to, to, to everywhere, basically. So you don't know where I'm going with this, Kev. See, because like, to me, you're an integral part. You're an integral part of that match day experience, right? So there's, I mean, there's always a call at some point for Kev to sing, yeah? So I think Kev needs like some, some sort of like a royal box or some such. What, what, do you, what do you say to that? What say you? Well, I, I, yeah, I'm up for it. I, ironically, actually, a couple of seasons ago, I was invited by Pat to do the match day experience thing, mm. um, where you get to go up in the director's box. Unfortunately, it was one. It was the one day Shana couldn't work, mm. and I was just not physically in a position to get up to the director's oh. box. So I never got in there in the end. We have to tell him again. Yeah. I say, right, you've got everyone that'll give you a hand now. So you, uh, where's my invite? Yeah. You'd say, yeah, yeah. Well, just two little uh, points and then, and then I'll, I'll love you and leave you. The first thing was uh, the current side. Your thoughts? I think we've, we've, we've got off to a good start. Uh, we ended last season very well. I, I don't see an awful lot changing in, uh, changed in terms of the, 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 the team still seems to gel very well together. And, uh, and, and the thirst for it is very much there. And it and it's nice, you know, that some of the players from last season are still there, and that that backbone mm. uh, of of the team is is still there. 
I think that, you know, I think we've done very well so far. And I think hoping that, that the, the COVID doesn't change things, it doesn't fall mm. short on the season or anything. Um, I, I see no reason why we can't, why, why we can't be in the playoffs again, really. To stay on the field, I, um, although he can be a bit of a, a, a hothead, I, I am a big Dicko fan, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I think he is a great leader. Uh, for the team, you know, and I think he he, he keeps their heads up and uh, and keeps them focused. And um, yeah, I I think we're going to be all right. I think yeah. that COVID notwithstanding, if we can get through the season, I see absolutely no reason why we can't, at the very least, get to the playoffs. Mm. No, true, true, true. Any uh, any last words for the supporters? Well, keep coming. Keep telling us at the Supporters Club what it is that you want and what you think and whether there's things you'd like, things you'd like us to change. I believe that, um, I believe that, uh, that little box is still on the bar, isn't it, in, in, uh, in the pilot bar? Mm. The little suggestion box, I think, is still there. Yeah. So I'd say to fans, yeah, use it. Tell us. Tell us if there's something that's missing. Tell us if there's something you're not happy about. Big up. Remember to big up your Facebook page, please, Kev. Uh, yeah. Facebook page, go yeah. on. Yeah. Hastings United fans. We've got Hastings United fans on Facebook. We've also got the Hastings United Independent Sports Club Facebook group. Is there any other things we should mention? Because we're all about interactivity. So is there any others? No, I mean, I, I, think, I think Hastings United fans page is actually going very well. Um, I do do as much of that as I can. Uh, and when I can't, of course, Wayne's doing a lot of really good work with it as well. Oh yeah, he bombards it with uh, good, yeah, good uh, yeah. hosting stuff. No, absolutely. And and then we've got the the supporters club page. I would just say, um, obviously, if you're reading the fans, fans page has got hundreds of people watching it. Now, if half of the people that are looking at the fans group, uh, Hastings United fans group, actually joined up to the supporters club. I yeah. think we'd be laughing. So that's my yeah. appeal to them on Facebook. Mm. Come and join. You know, it's it's a bargain all day long. You know, what you're going to pay for a season, you get great discounts at the bar and in the club shop. You know, it's, it's a no-brainer. And it's really, really important income for the club who are really going to start needing it now. And we talked about COVID and we talked about mm. um, the issues um, for non-league clubs uh, at all steps. And I yeah. think, you know, uh, we need that income. It's, it's amazing really what the fans are doing because, you know, I, I, I look, we up say we went, we, I was at Faversham last week and um, they had what, 100 fans there, 150 fans there. And it's like, we're getting, regular 400 and you think like and i wonder how we're going still so for other clubs you just you just wonder that there's going to be a lot of people that go under if this if we get a bad winter in terms of the yeah. covid outbreak yeah it, yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't bear thinking but they about do some. they do need to sort their game out as it were and we need to know what's happening um mm. across the board and and we need much clearer much clearer guidelines and much clearer yeah. guidance. It's all over the on, place. On, it's all over the place. On what, it's all over the place. Mm. Um, you know, we want to be able to go to games, to away games. So we need to know uh, mm. whether we can or not, you know, preferably with, with a bit of notice. I know the guys 
some of the supporters club guys, they'll go anyway, you know, whether the game's behind closed doors or not. They just go up there and... Uh, Naming uh, no names. And, and, enjoy the, <laughs> and enjoy the experience. I, I don't know if that's for me, really, if there's not actually a game... But we'll see. I did actually look at the train timetables this morning because um, oh, did you? Being a wheelchair, <laughs> being a wheelchair user using public transport could be quite complicated. If you have to change, well, even if you don't have to change trains, ideally you're supposed to ring up the the, the, the rail company, tell them what train you want, tell them where mm. you're going, tell them when it gets there, and tell them what one you want to take back. Oh. And if you've got a change in between, and all because we've got to go to Ashford and change, you've got Ebbsfleet. You need a bloody abacus, didn't you, to work that out? It can be a real expedition, you know. It can be mm. a real thing just just to get to a bloody football match. <laughs> but hey, we love it. Yeah. Well, listen, Sir Kev Towner, thank you very much for your time. Uh, maybe I'll see you. Well, I won't see you at Ebb's Fleet. Wink, wink. But um, I will uh, hopefully see you on Sunday for the women's game. Let's hope it happens. And. Um, if not, maybe I'll see you for the fans round table next week. Um, I, I th- I'm always certain that I will be at the women's game. Yeah, shame about Ebb's fleet, but what can you do? Mm. Um, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, thanks very much for asking me. That's um, no, all right. I, I, I love the podcasts, and uh, I think they're a great way of communicating with the fans. It's been really nice to have the opportunity actually talk about things from my own perspective so mm. thanks Chris. That's all right you're, you're very welcome Kev. And here's Studio 54's finest Pat McCrossan's Song Pick of the Week. I see
Sunday, Hastings United women are in League Cup action. They're playing Wooding Dean Wanderers. This will be an all-ticket affair. The tickets are only a pound and it's on hastingsunited.bigcartel.com and then follow the links. Tickets to last week's Roffey game are rolled over to this fixture and are valid. And you can have to be quick for our VCD Athletic fixture for the men's team as there's only limited tickets and they're going fast. And the link to get those again is hastingsunited.bigcartel.com and follow the links. Here's me, John, Ryan, George and Robbie in the always entertaining but rarely informative fan roundtable. John, I am your father. <laughs> I thought you might be. <laughs> Luckily, I hit the... Re- That's really funny. I hit the record button just as you said that. So... Brilliant. Very interesting. A revelation. Very interesting. Good to start on a, a moment of revelation, I think. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Right, so are we all here? I believe so. Is George, are you? Yeah, yeah, I've been here, been here a while, mate. Yeah, oh, he's fucking grumpy then. Um, I'm right, I'm right now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> don't, mate. Anyway, right, well, it's been an interesting uh, week since we last spoke. Shall we kick off, in more ways than one, on the Fabersham game? Oh, do we have to? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who wants to take... Uh, Oh, I should say, Rai, John Wills, Robbie and George are here. Bless them for coming on. Uh, I will cut this bit out now, but I'm getting a bit annoyed that no one is putting their names down for anything on the Facebook things. But that's probably me just being a bit of a fanny. <laughs> yeah, it just is. I haven't heard that one in ages. That's good. Who wants to start on Fabersham? Look, I want to get this out of the way. Look, on, on Saturday, I, I believe it may have appeared... I was a bit annoyed and I want to clarify that I was annoyed and I think I was perfectly justified to be annoyed. I don't think annoyed Mm. cuts it. Um, I was angered and I think I'm perfectly justified in that. Okay, so to turn up to a game of non-league football in this country and to... Not in Saudi Arabia. Not in Saudi Arabia. Luckily, I've still got my hands. He's got told. his hands. He's got his hands. George <laughs> Gasson. He's got his hands. How yeah. long? Although, actually, one That's of them really true. hurts because I was hitting that drum barehanded yeah. for a bit. Oh, but, um, yeah, bash, come on, this, is, bishop, this is real suspense. What were you annoyed at? Right, well, I'll oh, tell you what I was annoyed John Wills. No, no, I will because you've asked. Um, <laughs> I was annoyed. But imagine turn up to a game of football in this country and then without any warning pre-match, then be approached before kick-off by a member, well, someone who's representing Faversham Football Club, security, they're still representing Faversham Football Club, and to be told that you cannot sing, you cannot sing at an English football match is an absolute disgrace, and to not tell people anything to do with that before the game, um, and then be and threaten those that do with uh, removal from the ground is an absolute disgrace, and the club should be ashamed of themselves. Um, it's awful. The way it was handled was awful. Uh, it was inconsistent as well. Um, the way we were spoken to was poor. There was no lightheartedness about it, apart from the fact that I thought it was a joke to start with. If it was a wind up, it was a bloody good one. So I'm still annoyed about it. It's a fair play. If, if you're on a wind up on Saturday, Claire. Then well done, well done, well done on your on your wind up because it's brilliant and it's still got me ticked off two days later. If Ryan Worrell puts away that penalty in the last minute. I'm still annoyed. I'm still annoyed about that because there's some lines you just don't cross. 
and that was one of the lines. I've, I was bang out of order. There's only so much you can give, and we're all trying to do our best to make sure that football's on and everything, and staff and volunteers at grounds are working really hard. I know they turn up early and sort things out. But then to try and introduce that and make it inconsistent and use the virus as some sort of excuse as to why, absolute disgrace, and yes, I'm annoyed about it. Well, I'm going, to, I'm going to wind him up a bit more. I'm going to wind him up a bit more. No, well, can it, I just, clarify, can I just clarify? Go on, go on, John. Go on. Can I just clarify? So the justification is that if you shout out, you're more a more risk of spreading the virus. Was that it? Well, don't yeah, think so, well, no. Uh, what, what was the justification? They don't like singing. That's, that's what it is. They, they want <laughs> quiet people eating prawn sandwiches. No, the issue is, and it's because it's it's there, apparently it's there, is that you, your Tory boys have said that we can't sing at football matches anymore, George. You well, I've read, the risk assessment. I've read the risk assessment for Faversham Football Club and it's not there. It's not on the risk assessment. Well, I'll, gi- I'll give you... Why the... haven't they included it? Okay, I'll, I'll, to add weight to your argument, right? Remember that how... like Obviously, I was there, John, and um, she was out... She, I, I felt she was very heavy-handed with what she was doing. Every, everyone else was just leaving it, apart from her. She had a real sort of hard-on for it. But I bought this programme right now. Apparently, right, due to COVID, you're not allowed to sell programmes... And it's like, well, you've got, you're selling programs at the gate and then you're telling people they can't sing. It's just, uh, I found it very peculiar that the reason why we're not selling programs is because of the risk of spread of COVID and not because they don't make much money. If that's oh, the case, yeah. if, that, if that's the case, well, well you're, you're worried about singing, yet you'll sit there and spread the virus to everyone that buys a program. And then to say, if you, but if you want to, ask people to stop singing you can you can ask people to do anything but to threaten them with eviction when it's not in any of your rules or in your risk assessment is totally wrong um luckily we all saw through it and just carried on anyway but um and then just to be made to feel like you being there is they don't want you there um well maybe they don't want us there fair enough but we're going and to be asked to stop at various points, not to sing after the game, which is something that we always do. Um, to then, and it was cold. Uh, yeah, it's it cold. Yeah, I'm not going to blame her for that. She, so, she did they have fans that would have sung or did sing? Their fans were singing in the first half. At the end, that we were then told we can only sing at one end, which happened to be the end we were at in the first half because it's like that more open end. Um, and then obviously their fans are singing in the first half as they should be we obviously then went round the other, other end in the second half and sang it's, it's not where you get a football it's, I thought it was really really poor so if I, if I appeared grumpy then yeah. it's because I was well you, you yeah, were ju- we, with, with reason you were justified George so, I'm sorry not, what, one sec one sec Ryan what the, the, the one thing I've got a problem with is if, if this rule's there yeah fair enough right but no one was told about it We've come in and obviously we're all dead keen to support Hastings. You know, we, we, we're coming, I mean, we travel two, two and a half hours to get there. And, and to just be told that just as we're starting, it's just, it was, it was deflating in mm. my book. It was deflating. But, you know. You come, for a good, you come for a good day out and you want football fans to get on, which we usually do with, with opposition fans and create a nice atmosphere. And then you send someone into a crowd of 50 people and that p- say something that pisses them all off. 
I don't understand the logic there at all, unless that was the aim, and then we can all get pissed off and be thrown out because we're pissed off. Um, I, I really don't get it. I really don't. Mm. Anyway, Ryan wants to speak. I mean, ultimately, you weren't the only one who was actually treated quite badly in that respect, because um, I'm sure, as you're aware, when uh, the players and that kind of people like me are entering the ground, they have to get their temperature checked and everything, and I nearly ended up in a full-scale uh, row. I think it was with the chairman, because he did not believe I worked for the club. And I've never encountered this at any of the grounds I've been to with the club. And suddenly this old sod decides that he is judge, jury and executioner. He tries to stop me coming in. But I kind of just... My, my temperature was fine, and he couldn't really do much to stop me because I was with the group. But yeah, he was really, really abrasive and rude. Well, I don't get that at all, right? Well, what... what it's, it... You, you've come in with club officials then, yeah? Or are you trying to come in on your own? Yeah, I was I was the last one in, in the queue behind Pete Heritage and Jake Elliott. And I was, it's not like I was even wearing the old stuff. Dane had given me the new, he hadn't given me the new Nike stuff yet, but he gave me the new hoodie, I had the new logo. I was even carrying one of the bags. I don't know what it was. I've never been troubled like that before at, when entering a ground. So I think it's pretty fair to say that in terms of all of us, Faversham has not impressed any of us really after this weekend. Wow, Robbie. Uh, yeah, well, so I can't really. Everything that needs to be said about the issues we've had have been said. So I'll, I think I'll bring it back to the match. Um, what the game? Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't talk <laughs> about that. that. <laughs> and that was the highlight of the game. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> much. I did do a very drunken review of it in the pub afterwards, which. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had a chance. I've been bad busy. Uh I haven't listened to it yet. Go on, carry carry on. I'll I'll, I'll start playing it now. <laughs> it was uh yeah, I, less, less about that review the best, but overall the performance, if I had to say one word in general, I thought it was a very stiff performance from the lads. We only played half chance, they've never really tested the goalkeeper much throughout the game, to be honest. And then maybe in the second half the one or penalty saved I think the two best chances we had I can remember. No, to be brutally honest, not our best performance. I think we didn't look at our best. But however, I like to think of positives. There were some positives for the game. A clean sheet and a fantastic penalty save from Louis Rogers. Yeah. And although um, we didn't create much chances, it's not like Faberge were over us. Um, they didn't create a lot of chances, so we're solid midfield. I, in my honest opinion, I just don't think we had a, it didn't seem like we had a second game plan on, on Saturday. We didn't really react back to the wind and the cold. Faverson came for a draw and they got the draw, I think, possibly. I mean, we maybe could have swapped up a bit earlier, but maybe brought Kenny on a bit earlier for a longer ball. But again, I'm not a football expert. Aggie's much better tactics than I am. So I trust him. Oh, go on, Ray. Go on, Ray. I'll give my in my expert insider stuff. I can tell you what was going against the team from minute one to the last minute. And that was the length of the pitch. As I'm sure you're aware... You can have, in terms of how wide the pitch is, you can have differences. I think it's like 10 metres difference you're allowed within the limit. And so this, Dane was saying, about 10 metres shorter than ours. And so where we're used to finding gaps out on the wing, with the narrower pitch, we weren't able to exploit the space as much. So it'll be interesting when we go away on Saturday to Ebb's fleet, where the likelihood is they will have a bigger pitch, whether we'll be able to use our strengths and exploit them through that. That's a very interesting point. I, I didn't really take it to Federation, to be honest. But yeah, we're we've, we've got a wide game. pitch, haven't we, on the pilot field? 
uh, big as we can have it, we're allowed. We've got the max uh, dimensions as far as I'm aware. Mm. Yeah, I think if I'm correct, in this could be complete nonsense, but I think our pitch is 62 metres, and I think theirs was 52 or something like that. That is ridiculous. That would make sense, to be fair, and um, why we can get the passing game up. But obviously, maybe that, maybe that says we maybe we should adjust a bit better because maybe it's just in that half time and, and swap to the, the longer ball tactic a bit earlier. But again, I'm not a tactical expert, so I'm not going to sit here and say this is exactly what's going to be should have done. Well, I think it was proved it's why apparently statistically we have the have had the least amount of streakers over the last ten years. <laughs> Because it's it's such a long journey to get back over the barrier. Insightful football comments from John Mills. How long is it till the Ag- are, you, are you saying you're going to streak across the pitch with an Agaterout banner on your ass? No, Chris is, is, kinky, is kinky. signed up to do a streak. getting kinky now. But I, I, I could do, yeah. Um, I'll do it that, if Kev provides, Kev, Kev provides you with the ketamine that I need to get up for it. <laughs> <laughs> just calling him Ket now. Just going... <laughs> Going back to the game, I just felt that Fabisham parked the bus. You know, we, we play away, we play a certain way, and you know, we we you know we we trust in Aggie, we trust in the process because the the way he's got us playing football right now, that is that is the way forward for this club. Yeah, and you know, it it, it was just the wrong type of game, wasn't it? If we'd have played seven eight games more, we would have battered them. Yeah, that it was just everyone's kind of gelling together. We're just trying to get our feet. And the fact is, we didn't lose the game. Didn't lose the game. It's a point away, clean sheet. And it's just now on to the next one. May I weigh in one more time on this? You've spoken up, of course. Okay. He's uh, getting a bit Chris Eubank, isn't he? I was going to say, sorry. You're getting, a bit, a you're getting a bit Chris Eubank <laughs> here, right, mate? I'm loving it. I'm loving it, mate. You just need a monocle. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I've, I've remembered. I've remembered it. Yeah, go on. Right. Yes. Um, okay. I think one of the key things to note is the fact that we lost both of the wingers in terms of Lamray and Dan. Mm. And something that Dan had was he knew when to pass the ball back and he knew when to drive. I think with players like Norrie Scott, Sterling Parker, Capon, that is something they'll develop once they learn the play style of the team. But at the moment because they don't really know the style and they're not affiliated with it. Instead of making those runs, they'll play it safe, pass the ball back. Once they're more integrated, I think they'll start making those runs, they'll start being more attacking, and they will ultimately come in, replace the two wingers, will get back to playing that football. But right now, while they're learning the ropes, they're not going to be as influential and create the chances that those two did last season. Mm. Okay. Anyone else want to chip in before we move on? I just want to like say to everyone and anyone that is like thinking about, oh, we had to win that game. It's just, it's just not true. It's so early in the season. Last season, we drew eight games out of our 28 and we lost two as well. Mm. So it's, it's not like... It's yeah, a, it's early days. It's, a, it's early days. It's a season yeah. where, like, like in the Premier League last season, where Liverpool won like, pretty much every game. It's not like that. Teams drop points um, all over the shop. Um, we dropped points against uh, worse teams than that Faversham team last year, and we were still well on course to win the league. So there's no no real need to panic. Um, but uh, I even despite of all the I still another great day out of the football. 
it's great fun. Loads of Hastings. Good to see loads of Hastings fans there. And um, but, yeah, I woke I woke up in the, in the morning with some un, the unexplained bruises, a drum in the flat, and uh, three or four <laughs> grown men having a shit. So that was my flat. On as, as long as they weren't shooting on you. As long as they weren't shitting on you, George. Exactly. Was it at the same so, time as well? <laughs> nah, it, you know, just me. I, I was. I had quite the bad beer shit. It's just only me. I had the bloody work the next day, you bastards. I mean, the biggest <laughs> yeah. question for me uh, is: Did you out sing them, even with the band uh, on singing? They're, 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 you don't ask that question, John. Okay. There's, there's that. Yeah, of did course. You we, 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 we had Fabersham fans coming over to the stewards complaining about us singing. Apparently, hmm. there were some Fabersham fans on the tannoy after the game. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it it's, unbel- uh, it's unbelievable. Calling us sex offenders. So uh, yeah. Calling us. Oh okay. Oh, I, oh, yeah, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah, sec- yeah, I remember the sex offenders bit. Yeah. yeah. What you got accused of being a sex offender? We all no, did. Yeah. We're all sex offenders. Did we? Oh, I can't. Oh, no, I, I asked that were topless. <laughs> were I don't. I don't you, you didn't join any topless tops, did you, Chris? Or, or did you? Oh, I can't. I can't remember. No, no, probably not. I know. We were quite. We were all quite a few beers in by them. Oh, Christ, oh, you, yeah. you won. You won less because Liz didn't get you one for some reason. Outrageously. Wow, wow. That, that, that's for another podcast. That is. That's the whole hour I could do on that. Um, we should get bring her on to criticize her for it. <laughs> that's when we do the no. episode where you your enemies. I've got many of those. But but talking of enemies, John. So what are we saying? Are we are we, are we Aggie out now? I mean, two draws. <laughs> Come on. Well, we, you know, for the. You can look it on on it two ways. We've not scored a goal in the league now for how long? Oh, two games. He's, yeah, he's got a set now. Yeah, go on. And no, I mean, how many months? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I love those ones. You get them yeah. on the Premier League, and it's like <laughs> this is his first away goal since since March. Yeah. No, I, I think going back to Ryan's point, he's had to evolve with the team hasn't he when you lose um the class of the wingers that we did have it that he's got to evolve something different but but i think anyway you might pick me up on this ryan but i think he was going away from the free scoring hastings that we saw a couple of seasons ago and it's the pride of a coach to come away with clean sheets isn't it top coaches would rather win win um, three nil, then five one, wouldn't they? I, I mean, and I think he's he's got that quality mm. men mentality that is taking us in the right way. If you don't yeah. concede goals, you don't lose matches. Mm. Yeah, that defence. Well, but don't well, tell him I said something nice. Oh, of course not. Can Can I just ask? I know someone's probably got the answer to this. Is it, is there any room? Would would there have been any room for negotiation with the FA Cup tie to have brought it to the pilot field and had a a crowd there? You know, would there have been any way to that they would have? Well, um, it's still negotiated it's still unsure. On it's still unsure under FA rules whether um, one we there would be fans allowed anyway because it's a step two side. So whether it would have to be if it was at the pilot field, it would be behind closed doors. That, that's still unclear. Okay. And uh, right. there was even rumours last week of it being if you support a step two club, you can't go to the game, <laughs> which is just totally <laughs> and utterly wrong. And right. going to get 
equality laws they have in this land, but obviously football fans are different and can be treated differently, as we know. But, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to X Fleet Saturday, so it'd be nice if I don't know if anyone else wants to come. Let's go. No. Yeah, uh, I think in terms of sort of trying to get the tie to the pilot field, I think it's much more difficult logistically because I think we saw was it with the Velocity Trophy last season. It's a minor trophy. You can just switch throwing games like that, lickety-split, just make it happen. But I think with the FA Cup, because it's a much more prestigious thing, which soon enough Premier League teams will be in, I think it's just too much of a headache and there's not enough reason to do it because as much as I love the fans and everyone does, I don't think the FA see oh, 400 people going to a game is enough to deal with the admin hassle of it all. No, maybe not. But I mean, it, it is doable because, you know, if, uh, when we've had FA Cup ties and a uh, ground is considered unsuitable for a bigger crowd, then the switch happens, doesn't it? Quite seems to be quite seamless in, in as much as, you know, you've got... I know there's the enticement if you, you have... If you draw a big club and you play at their ground, there's the financial enticement for making that swap. Whereas in this case, I don't see how it particularly benefits them. Maybe with a share of a small gate, that's it. Go on, Ray. I, I heard that the FA were actually sort of conducting meetings in relation to maybe trying to get fans into the FA Cup because the problem is at the moment... Every news source tells you something different. I've seen that they're trying to get fans back in. I've seen they're just going to do payments. I've seen nothing's happening. So it's very difficult at the moment to trust anyone until you hear something official, really. Simple rule, don't trust the FA. That's the most easiest rule in football. Because what happens and, is there are now fans, but new rules. You break one of these simple rules, you're banned for life. I'm calling it now. So I'm not holding my breath on anything sensible coming out from the FA. You say don't trust them. Don't trust the, any of the teams in the women's league either because they just seem to let you down every week in terms of why they can't face you. I was going to ask about that up to the women's game. What are these games that are getting cancelled? Are we getting points from? Yes. They, we are. I, I, yeah, if they, don't, if they don't turn out a team, then, then they forfeit the game. Is that definitely mm. the case? I read, the, I read that with the Roffey game that the official tweet said they had forfeited the game, but they, I think it was their problem they couldn't field a team. However, in terms of the one against the Salt Dean development side, because I'm not sure if they've decided who's at fault for that, whether it's the club or the people who are meant to be doing the pitch, I think that's still undecided as to whether we replay in that or we get in the three points. But oh, okay. it's, it's, it's a shambles. Two of your first three league games in a season cancelled, and it's not due to the weather or COVID. It's shambolic, really. Yeah, I mean, especially when the women's game, people are trying to raise the profile of it, and then you get stuff like this. It's not good for it, is it? Well, I know. It's, um, I mean, they've had a game, haven't they? I mean, uh, they should be sort of stuck into their season now, and we've got this uh, ridiculous situation where people can't fill the team, and you just think, we just feel sorry for them, didn't you? I mean, because obviously they're dead keen. They just spanked a team 4-1, uh, cracking goals, full of uh, confidence, and then they can't they can't find a team to beat. Yeah, that's why they fought. Oh, yeah, so I might say, um, well, if they fourth the game, they lose 3-0, which is probably less than what we would have beaten them by. So that's probably their strategy. 
was like, take the forfeit, lose three 0 save a double figures hammering. No, that would be that would right be... to do that one, Robin. Yeah. That that would be if we had a team. That's what we would do. <laughs> Adam Smith did suggest that it was it supporters club eleven v. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely be up for that. But I'm a shocking defender, so um... I'm a shocking footballer. That's why I'm a fan, and I drink lots of beer, and I play cricket instead. I'm not yeah. very good at either. Oh. At least you try. As a first step towards failure. <laughs> oh, Chris, yes. I got a question. You, about people to interview, what about our oldest supporter, you know, has been coming since 1946? Bill, isn't it? Yeah. I saw the little post on Facebook, so um, I'd, I'd love to, but, you know, equally, it doesn't, no, he's, it doesn't even need to be me. You could interview him. I'll give you the stuff. Well, he's nearer your age. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's see how we are. <laughs> Uh, uh, but how interesting now. <laughs> how interesting though he would have been there at the pilot field when we had 12,000 people watching them draw three all with Norwich in the that was the was that the third round of the FA Cup I think yeah yeah, yeah. incredible the history he's got there this is no, but, what um, yeah absolutely definitely one for the future um, if he's interested, John. Is anyone going to be coming to the uh, suddenly arranged women's game on Sunday? Well, I'm off. If, I, if I'm in Hastings, because I might be doing some family stuff, if I am in Hastings, I'll be there. I'm back and I've got Iron Brew. And it's made in Scotland from Gakas. Um, no, it's Morrison's. It's grammatically correct, Iron Brew. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Not yeah. Iron Brew. <laughs> oh, look, he's a you're a serious one. You are serious drinker, right, chaps? Should we talk about Ebbsfleet now? Ebbsfleet. Well, what do we know about them? What do we know about them? Well, they're in a higher league than us. They're they're, they're a, a pretty tasty team, but we're going to turn them over. We're going to turn them over, aren't we? Oh yeah, six 0 easy. Oh, here he is. He's, He's been, Robbie's been on the Iron Brew as well. Well, the thing is, though, they've not played a competitive game since March. Lockdown. Yeah, oh, haven't they? Also, we, we could catch them um, cold. But all the things we were talking about, you know, our team's not gelled and all that, I'd be more gelled than theirs. Um, definite chance 100% we're the we're the first game of their season so it's all up for grabs and so. forgetting that we've got the quality in our side to um mm. to beat them anyway really hurt so, yeah we do I think absolutely the fact we'll be back on a bigger pitch as well I think we'll be able to spread the ball around more and I think it's going off what Georgia said the fact you know our style as I pointed out a couple of uh editions ago it relies on teams sort of chasing us down and leaving gaps Epsley haven't played together for this long. They're going to be unfit. They're going to leave gaps. And if Raheem brings his shooting boots and so does Ben, we are going to tear them to shreds, I think. I'm liking that positivity. It's, it's the Iron Brew talking now. That's uh, yeah, it's, it's good to be the underdogs, you know. Well, yeah, and they've um, got a ground with no one in it. So it's not like they've got advantage, have they? They're a new, new club as well, aren't they? When, when were they formed? Because they're not appearing in... 
they're not appearing in my FA Cup. Oh, no. yeah, <laughs> we've all got books like that, John. You, yeah. <laughs> they've been around. Right. They've been a while, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, I thought they'd been around about oh, fifty right. years at least. No, they? I don't think so. Been around. I reckon, oh, right. probably about they've thirty around, years. They've been around long enough to form a decent team. Yeah, that told you, John. Yeah, that's good. I'm really putting my place now. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, they, they were formed in 1946. 46? Oh, yeah. Ah, when were you born, weird. John? <laughs> Who? You're older than Emsfleet. Where did you... Gonna... Perhaps, I, perhaps I just can't <laughs> work out the well, alphabet. The thing about Ebsky, obviously they were in they were in the National League last year mm. and they they were relegated. Um only only just really. Oh, oh I've worked out why you can't find them. Before yeah. two thousand and seven they were called Gravesend and Northfleet. Uh. They changed oh, their I, wondered name. Where, I wondered where Gravesend and Northfleet had gone. They were a big side. Southern Premier League. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so they, they oh, thank, really, thanks for relegated. that, Robbie. So no problem. Whether that means they're aggrieved and coming back stronger or they're in free fall, we don't know, do we? But, um, they look, I think are they Tom Petty? That is a question. Well, let's make it a free fall. Let's make it a free fall on Saturday. Well, stand outside this ground and sing free fall by Tom Petty, then. Mm, exactly. Mm. You might as well put a guitar case out and do some busking while you're there. George is capable of that. He's very capable. He's a musician. Yeah. Yeah. Your pun. Has anyone got a megaphone? <laughs> no, I, I used to have one. Back in my yes, um, far left <laughs> days, we had one. But no, not anymore. Then you didn't re- realise you didn't need it with that gob. George, just go to your, your oh, club of band people. We know for a fact they've got one. <laughs> yeah. You should tell yeah. Billy actually, you know, megaphone, things like that. You know, he'll be up for you getting that, wouldn't he? Yeah, but we all know what happened is I'll have one too many and I'll get hold of the megaphone. Obviously, I mean, I'll I'll what? So, Pat, Pat, what? Uh, Pat was telling me a story about the fact that they didn't have to use the mic. Was it something to do with Leeds United? No, this I, oh, he, I think he tried to sneak some in at the end, but I didn't let it in. Mm. Not that stupid. Um, yeah, he. They used to have a pitch side microphone to do the PA, and he used to get supporters' thoughts during half time. And uh, one time he gave it to a particularly tipsy supporter when the U's were losing three 0 and the support goes, "That was effing dreadful." <laughs> And then he got a warning from Dave Nestling that if that ever happens again, he'll be sacked. <laughs> oh, bless. Uh, then, then, he, then he started talking about Leeds, so I kind of phased yeah, out. But yeah, you, you I, know thought how so. it is. I thought so, yeah. He's on the Iron Brew. Uh, yeah, boys, anyway, well, listen, look, if we ain't got anything else to say, we'll leave it. But um... I, I, I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Lay off the iron brew, mate. Jesus. <laughs> oh my.
Oh yeah, I don't. I don't love you too, right? I, I respect you as a human being, though. You're a good guy. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, to be fair, there was one point for the week. I, I did have a quick chat with Lloyd Dawes as he was um, mm. Saturday, and he it seemed to imply injury. It wasn't as worse as we feared. I think he oh, said it's MCL rather than ACL. So there is hope that um, we might see him back in the sooner right than we thought. Obviously, I'm not a medical expert, so I can't give you any exact dates, but he did imply that we might see him sooner rather than later. Well, that was what I was going to ask you straight after. When is he exactly coming back? Yeah, well, well, my medical expertise, <laughs> you know, it's hard to say. Any, oh, any final thoughts? I, I'm not going to Rye because he's obviously lost it with his iron brew. What about George? Don't you tell me what I have and haven't lost. <laughs> you tell me, Mr. Bunny. Teams are looking good. Defence is rock solid. Um, young players are still playing well. Um, let's go smash it Saturday and uh, yeah, win every game. We for the we, that's what we want to hear, George. Yeah, Ag is definitely in for a few more games. My respect for him has gone through the roof. Famous last words. Anyway, listen, love all of you, yeah? Take care, yeah? Take care. Take care. That's it for another week, Hastings fans. Remember, if you want to get involved or if you have any input or observations, please contact us by email on hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter at HUFC Podcast. This show is available on multiple platforms, be it Spotify, Podbean or YouTube. Just search Sussex by the Sea Podcast and give us a follow and a like if you can. I look forward to hearing from you. I've been your host Chris Laverick. Have a good week and see you at the game. <laughs>